3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve
4: today.
5: Sometimes it's the most unlikely people who get involved in the most shocking scandals. This is the true story of Richard McInulty, his wife Diane, and the raunchy affairs that threaten to destroy them both. They seem to initially
4: develop a fantasy between themselves relative to a master-slave relationship.
5: It's a tale of absolute power.
3: I think that he saw Diane as servant somebody that he
6: should be able to control
5: and total submission
6: the emails they had inferences to bondage and sex slaves
5: that ends in ruthless murder beware extreme passion can lead to shocking consequences Richard McAnalty and his wife of 30 years, Diane, live on the outskirts of Indiana, Pennsylvania. It's a college
7: town, everybody knows everybody and it's a nice place to live.
5: And in their quaint small town, everyone knows 47-year-old Richard.
6: Richard McAnalty was a very strong-willed person. He was very outspoken. It was his way or the highway.
7: He was kind of loud,
5: like you knew he was in the room. Richard's brash persona stands in stark contrast to Diane's.
4: Diane is a very pleasant-looking woman. She was more shy, demure, and nurturing. She pretty much went to
6: work and took care of the house.
5: After three decades of marriage, the spark between them is long gone. Richard and I
6: had separate bedrooms. They didn't sleep together. They were living together but not sleeping together. It was like they were both in the same house but not really close.
4: Most people's lives have been married that long. The initial love and excitement is gonna wear off after some time. I think that
3: for the large part it was a marriage of convenience.
5: After losing his position as a building inspector, Richard now spends part of every day
8: looking for work. He had lost his job, so that was one thing that he was not in control of anymore. For anybody, that's a hard thing to deal with. So Richard takes out his frustrations
5: on his long-suffering wife.
6: Diane let him be the boss. I believe that they match that way. I think that's why they've got along.
5: To escape his work worries and the boredom of his home life, Richard regularly heads to the town social club for a few drinks.
6: Most of those clubs are basically where the local people get together in the evenings and socialize. It's more geared for families and middle-aged people. They're very simple, shot-in-a-beer-type bar.
5: He almost never brings his wife with him, insisting Diane stay at home alone.
4: He wanted to limit Diane's world, which is if Diane go to work, Diane come home and take care of the house so he could go out and do whatever he wanted to do. He saw Diane as his property and as basically
3: his servant, somebody that he should be able to control. She shouldn't be able to make any decisions or life changes without his blessing.
5: At the club, Richard is confident and outgoing very different from the gloomy, short-tempered husband he is at home. He was kind of loud and he had his
7: friends there that usually were around him.
9: He was not meek and mild. He was not a wallflower. You knew that he was there.
5: Eventually, his brash swagger attracts the attention of one of the club's regulars, a sexy older woman named Doris.
4: Doris is what I would call a pistol, a piece of work, a lot of fun to be around. Doris is a firecracker.
5: And without a second thought for Diane, Richard flirts with a beautiful seductress.
4: I think Richard was attracted to Doris because she was completely opposite of Diane. Doris is a
6: a very outgoing person, and Diane isn't. If she would be in a club, you would definitely notice her.
2: She was somebody that was impulsive and kind of did what she wanted to do. And being with somebody who's exciting is very exciting.
5: Seeing Doris gives Richard an even more compelling reason to visit the club. And he makes a regular habit of it.
6: Like Everybody knows each other, no small community, so. Everybody knew him and everybody knew Doris and they would see him together.
5: But Richard doesn't care who sees them. In fact, one night in a cruel twist, he even invites his wife, Diane, to leave their home and join them.
4: Richard and Doris would be sitting in the club and Richard and Diane would speak to each other on their cell phones when he'd say, I'm down at the club, why don't you come on down? as well, and that Diane would eventually show up at the club.
2: Richard probably felt really good about himself, that he could have these two women wanting him. He was able to get away with it and have these two women in the same room interacting. In some ways that made him king of his own fiefdom.
5: Doris is warm and friendly to Diane, and no one questions her intentions especially not Richard's unsuspecting wife.
7: You'd go out to the clubs and all three of them
5: would be there. He would get really
7: inebriated. She would tell Diana, I'll take care of him. You can go home and I'll bring him home and everything. She trusted Doris that Doris would bring Rich home okay.
2: I think Richard is the type of guy who doesn't really respect women, but objectifies them. So he uses them as a tool to build his ego up.
5: It's all still part of Richard's power game, and it's one Diane can never win. With his wife confined to the house by his orders, Richard is free to pursue his friendship with Doris, and it isn't long before it evolves into something much more intimate.
4: at some point, Richard and Doris became involved with a sexual relationship.
2: What prompts certain people to have an affair is is they want to feel alive again. And it sounds like in this case, Richard wanted a mirror image of himself. He liked himself, and he wanted somebody who was like him.
5: Doris is confident and assertive, the complete opposite of the way Diane behaves around him.
6: Doris would tell Richard what to do. She would more or less control Richard rather than Richard controlling her, because Richard was younger than her.
2: Doris was exciting. She was somebody that did what she wanted to do. And when you're having an affair, you want to be with somebody where you can be spontaneous with, and somebody you can have this amazing sexual
5: desire towards. And Doris is getting something out of it, too.
4: It kind of excited her that she was with a younger man. Doris said that they would come home to her house and have sex, and she
6: made a joke, it's nice, I bring a younger guy home, and we have sex, and then I just kick him out. She was not a person that would be dominated or would be controlled.
5: For months, Richard sees Doris whenever he wants, while continuing to keep his wife, Diane, under lock and key.
4: Diane was left home alone by herself, and after a period of time, she would become lonely.
5: Richard has no idea that his controlling ways are slowly eating away at his wife's confidence.
3: Diane was a very lonely, withdrawn, sad woman.
5: If Diane suspects her husband is cheating, she never forces the issue with him, but her desperate need for contact is about to push her into a new and dark obsession. In early 2009, she takes a radical step to find some small happiness for herself.
4: She discovered that uh, she could seek out other relationships on the internet.
3: Diane was definitely searching for companionship, friendship someone that she could confide in, someone that would be her safe place.
5: And one day, Diane encounters a new face in one of the chat rooms, a 37-year-old man who just happens to live nearby. His name is Harry
4: Mears. Harry Mears stayed at home a lot by himself. I don't think he had a lot of outside contact with anybody. Harry Mears was a
3: former... High school, college athlete. He was well over six foot tall. Pretty sturdily built guy. I think Harry and Diane were both looking for companionship and affection.
5: But Harry is hoping to find more than just a sympathetic ear. Before long, he sends Diane an email with a suggestion. It will transform their online friendship into something much more taboo
9: the messages that Harry had
4: sent were sexually oriented. They seem to develop uh, a fantasy relative to a master-slave relationship. Harry being the master and Diane being the slave.
2: Slave Slave-master or sadomasochistic kind of relationship is where one person dominates. There is one person that's in control, and one person who basically has to tolerate whatever it is that the person in control dishes out.
5: It's an extreme move. Harry has never met Diane, and his provocative suggestion could easily frighten her off. But after years of being bullied by her husband, Diane is used to being submissive. What's new is turning it into a sexual game. And instead of putting her off, the idea turns her on. She shoots back an encouraging reply. It's the beginning of a scorching online connection that will sweep the lonely housewife into a dark and thrilling new world. It's 2009 in Indiana, Pennsylvania, and Diane McAnulty has just agreed to embark on a kinky online affair with a man named Harry. A slave
2: master or sadomasochistic kind of relationship is where there is one
5: person that's in control and one person who is the submissive. She's looking to escape a marriage where she's either put down or ignored. But she has no idea just how severe the consequences will be for her new, twisted relationship. Once Diane lets Harry know she's game to be his virtual sex slave, he is quick to let her know what he expects.
9: He wrote instructions on how he wanted her
4: to behave, what role he wanted her to play. There was a lot of situations where one person would be demeaned, and ordered to do certain things that the average person would not be involved in.
5: Over the next few weeks, Diane and Harry exchange a flurry of emails. With each message, Harry becomes more dominating. And as he issues commands, telling Diane what to do, the beleaguered housewife gets a new sexual thrill in being bossed around.
2: Richard and Harry were both controlling The way that
5: they controlled
2: their world looked very different. Diane's drawn to somebody who can set limits with her. And she liked the idea of knowing somebody else was in the driver's seat. So Diane chose the role of being the submissive, both in her real life and in her fantasy life. This was a role that felt very much a part of who she was as a person. And she liked it. It wasn't negative to her. It was sexy, it was appealing, it was attractive.
5: As weeks become months, the master-slave sex talk between Diane and Harry only grows more intense. If Richard discovered what his wife was up to, his anger would be explosive. But luckily for Diane, he's too busy with Doris to notice. From
3: Richard's standpoint, he has the girlfriend that he can go out and he gets along with that he has fun with.
6: Diane really believed that he would never find out because he didn't care.
5: By the middle of 2009, Diane is emailing back and forth with Harry at every opportunity. Now that her sex master is confident she's willing to play ball, he starts pushing to see just how far she's prepared to go. Harry
4: and Diane would share different scenarios with each other. For instance, Diane would be on the street and her car would not start. Harry would come along and take charge of the situation. The messages all were instructions from him
9: to her, directing her what to do. They're very graphic. Described activities, props that would be used. They describe how he wanted her to behave. He described the things that he wanted her to say in response to him as they went on with their affair.
2: You know, I think people like to assume they know what somebody's sexual appetite or preference is just by looking at them. But that's not necessarily the case. You could have somebody who's very shy, like Diane, really
5: be very wild and even kinky in her sexual life. And Diane loves every raunchy second of it.
2: One of the reasons why people seek out fantasy lives is because real life is so difficult. Fantasy is a way to escape that. It's very often hard to just stop there. Uh, There's a desire to
5: test drive it out in real life. With a pent-up sexual tension between them becoming too much to bear, Diane and Harry take a fateful step And since they live close to one another, they arrange a face-to-face meeting.
4: Some point in time, they agree to meet in person and start a, a sexual relationship.
5: One day, Diane sneaks out and heads to the home of the man who calls himself her master. Diane and Harry have talked about all the sexually explicit things they want to do to one another. And now, for the first time, they make those fantasies a reality.
2: I think everybody is looking
5: for the perfect relationship.
2: That's probably what prompted Diane and Harry to take it to the next level. It felt so perfect in this fantasy chat room, virtual reality. How could they not give themselves the opportunity to experience this perfection
5: in person?
3: They had a romantic relationship. They had a sexual relationship.
5: This taboo affair provides Diane with a desperately needed break from her isolated existence with Richard. I
3: think the fact that as long as Diane had somebody that was attentive to her and that wanted her to be there, if it was a different type of affection or if it led into a different area, Diane was looking for whatever type of affection she could get.
5: For Diane and Harry, being physically together is like a powerful drug, fueling a raging addiction for each other. After having sex, the new lovers can't wait to get back in front of their computer screens so they can take their provocative dialogue to even more salacious levels.
6: It wasn't just, you know, I really had a good time last night. It was, you know, descriptive about what they were doing.
5: Up until now, Diane has been at pains to keep her secret life with Harry under wraps. But one day in 2009, Richard is at home working on the computer. With no job to keep him busy and plenty of time on his hands, he starts to dig around.
3: Richard would go into the family computer and check up on Diane. Somehow Richard learned
4: to access Diane's email account.
5: But it's not just out of curiosity.
4: Is he looking for guilt displacement because he's having his own little affair with Doris? and He's looking to get something on Diane.
5: Richard is totally unprepared to learn what his meek, submissive wife has been doing in her spare time.
4: Richard discovered the emails between Harry and
5: Diane
4: and the explicit nature
5: of these emails. Laid out for Richard in black and white is every sordid detail of his wife's tawdry affair. It's a dark side to Diane that he never knew existed. And it's about to destroy all their lives. After 30 years of marriage, Richard McAnulty is having an affair with an attractive older woman named Doris. He thinks his downtrodden wife, Diane, is sitting at home waiting for him.
3: Richard was a controlling person. He wanted to know what his wife was doing, and she had to be accountable to him. But Richard didn't have to be
5: accountable to Diane. Little does he know, she's enjoying being sexually dominated by a man she met online when Richard finds out he can't bear the idea of another man having power over his wife.
3: Well, initially discovering it absolutely made Richard very angry. There are two reasons that made him so angry. Uh, the one side of it would be the infidelity. The other side of it would be lack of control.
2: Can you imagine you have a really controlling husband who thinks he knows his wife and assumes he knows how she's spending her day to find out that she's been fooling him for a period of time by having sex with another man, and not only that, having kind of kinky sex. This was a big wound to somebody like Richard. It's like he was discovering a new wife, a wife he had never known before. He never imagined that his wife would actually leave him and choose another partner and have a sexual affair with someone other than him. This was something that was completely shocking to him.
5: In a towering rage, Richard confronts his wife.
6: Diane confessed. She told him there was an affair. She told him that it was over
4: and she didn't try to hide it. Diane was extremely remorseful. She regretted having the affair with Harry. She would explain that she was so lonely which drove her to seek out other attention.
5: Richard lays down the law once and for all. He, not Harry, is her real master. From now on, she'll live her life entirely on his terms. They
4: agreed to stay together and try to make their marriage work.
5: True to her word, Diane breaks the news to Harry that her husband has found out about their tryst.
3: Is a result of. Richard finding the
4: emails, Diane ended the relationship with Harry. She intended and made a lot of effort to save her marriage with Richard.
5: Harry isn't ready to let Diane go, but she insists.
4: Diane felt remorseful and thought she could save the marriage as long as she never committed adultery again.
5: But will Diane be able to keep her promise to Richard? And will Harry be prepared to release his sex slave without a fight? Richard is outraged by his wife's infidelity. But the domineering husband certainly isn't about to give up his own cheating ways. Richard basically
2: had this idea, what's good for me is not good for you. And although he could have an affair and do whatever he wanted, he still needed to be in control of his wife.
5: Richard never outright admits the affair to Diane, but his regular trips to the social club leave her with the impression something is going on. At the club, Richard is consoled by his mistress, Doris.
4: Doris and Richard were mainly seen in the clubs, drinking. He has carte blanche now. She had her affair. He can continue his now.
5: In Richard's twisted mind, he is the victim. And he lays out all of Diane's indiscretions for Doris, blow by blow.
6: It's hypocritical. He could do what he wanted, but she couldn't. There's dual standards.
5: As Richard spends more and more time with Doris, Diane is increasingly isolated and powerless to do anything about it.
3: Diane had to put up with whatever Richard did. Richard's going to show her that he can do whatever he wants.
5: He had her under control. As long as she stayed in her place, things would be okay. And just in case there is any shred of doubt left in Diane's mind as to why her husband is treating her this way,
9: Well, Richard kept evidence of the affair because he had printed hard copies of the email messages
4: uh, that he had found and kept them stored in, in a desk in his house. Richard would never let this go. He consistently would bring it up to Diane, particularly in those times where she did something which he was dissatisfied with. And that would be always something that he would throw back in Diane's face.
5: Richard's open aggression pushes Diane into a corner again. Now, will she be forced to take extreme action to save herself? Richard claims he's trying to forgive and forget, but for the next year, he keeps a close eye on Diane.
9: Richard apparently was trying to let the past be the past, but it kept coming back to him. He kept reviewing these email messages.
5: For almost a year, Richard finds nothing. But in July 2010, he sees a name he recognizes. It's a moment the domineering husband has pictured in his mind over and over again. Whatever drove him to look
9: into his wife's email account, uh, not really certain.
5: Sitting in Diane's inbox is a message from Harry.
9: That showed him that, yeah, there was something going on.
5: For the past year, Diane has convinced Richard she's been faithful. The fragile truce between them is about to be shattered forever as an explosive jealousy seeks its
0: ultimate revenge.
5: Diane McAnulty has surrendered to a forbidden SM affair with a man named Harry, whom she met online. When her husband, Richard, discovered the secret tryst, he forced her to end it. But now, a year later, he's discovered an email that makes him think, things are far from over.
9: He had accepted Diane and Harry and dealt with it it was apparently water under the bridge up until the time when he discovered the more recent email message
5: now all the sordid details he previously read come flooding back and richard flies into a jealous rage
6: the email was just a hello thinking about you how are you doing and that was it
5: Richard believes the message from Harry cast doubt over everything Diane has told him, and he demands an explanation.
6: Richard and Diane got into an argument. They went outside by the door. Richard had the
3: issue because, one, his wife had a relationship in the past that was sexual in nature, and his wife had contact again with that individual, and that's what brought it to the boiling point.
6: She didn't want to see Harry anymore, but Richard didn't believe that. And Richard had told her to pack her stuff
5: and leave. Diane gives in to her furious husband, for now, but after years of abuse, is this submissive housewife really prepared to take this latest outburst lying down? And how will her online lover and master, Harry, react to news she's being bullied by her husband? Later that day, July eleventh, two 2010, Greensburg resident
8: Dawn Young is getting into her car with her family. We were getting ready to leave. My husband saw a pickup truck coming through the intersection, and he commented that the truck didn't even stop at the stop sign. Maybe two to three minutes later, there was a large noise. And my husband immediately said, that was a gunshot. And I laughed at him and said, it's the Sunday after the 4th of July, it's fireworks. And he said, no, it was a gunshot. And a few moments later we heard two more and we immediately started running towards where the sound was. Dawn heads into the direction of the neighboring house a few doors down and is greeted by an image that has burned into her mind forever. It was just a horrific sight. There was people, children, adults, everybody that had witnessed everything. And the next thing you know, the police and everybody rolled in and it was just a very bad day. Cops
5: find a man with multiple gunshot wounds, lying bleeding on the grass. Other people from the neighborhood are desperately trying to save his life. The
9: neighbors had been trying to stop the, uh, the blood from coming out of his wounds. One said the blood was uh, shooting out of his back like a rainbow.
5: First responders arrive and quickly take over.
8: They worked on him in the yard. It seemed like forever, but it probably was maybe 10, 15 minutes. I think everybody, when this was happening, they were kind of numb, and I, I don't want to say in denial, but this is something that doesn't happen in Southwest Greensburg.
4: The emergency medical services transported the victim to the nearest hospital, where he's subsequently pronounced dead.
5: Eventually, the police reveal the name of the 37-year-old man killed in this explosion of violence.
6: The victim of the shooting was identified as Harry Mears.
8: Most of the neighbors had said that he didn't bother with anybody. But when he was out, he would, you know, he was friendly, he would smile, he would nod. He was never mean or nasty to anybody. Nobody had anything mean or bad to say about him. He just was a quiet man who just respected everybody.
5: Investigators want to know why anyone would want Harry dead. They run a background check on him, and it turns up nothing.
9: It was just as much of a mystery to the people who responded to that shooting. They had no clue who had done this
5: witnesses at the scene are able to give police a good description of what happened.
9: Well, the neighbors said that they were uh, alarmed and alerted by the noises that they heard. This drew their attention.
3: The witnesses outside the residence on Oakland and saw Harry Mears rapidly exit the house through the front bedroom window. But about that time, there was a very loud gunshot heard and Harry rolled into the
5: yard. Neighbors tell police that as Harry lay on the
8: ground, they saw a man shoot him before getting into a pickup truck and speeding away. My husband had heard them talking and he said, oh my God, that was the vehicle that I had saw come through the stop sign. So they immediately put an APB out. Investigators now have a physical description of the killer and it's relayed
5: to all units within a hundred mile radius of Greensburg, Pennsylvania there's an armed and dangerous suspect on the loose who has already taken one life. But then officers receive an unexpected break.
6: At the scene, Detective Coons and I were notified that the state police had received a phone call.
5: The caller claims to have information about the murder. And what he says will reveal the true horror of Harry Mears' final moments. Diane McAnulty is involved in a dark and twisted online affair with a man named Harry Mears. But a year after she ended the relationship, he's shot dead in a cold-blooded slang. Now, a phone call is about to reveal how and why Harry was killed.
3: That day, we received a call through our dispatch center that an individual had turned himself in in Indiana County. To the Pennsylvania State Police and had admitted to the crime.
5: Police run a trace on the call and dispatch units to make an arrest.
4: Do you have your hands up in the air? Yes, sir, I do. I will make sure your hands are up in the air. You can go ahead and drop the phone, but leave your hands in the air. Okay? Yes, sir.
9: The man who called the police to confess to this shooting was Richard McAnaldy.
5: Officers arrest Richard and bring him in for questioning. They have no clue why he'd want Harry dead, and Richard is offering no explanation.
3: Richard didn't want to talk to us. He would talk to us about anything unrelated to the crime but he wouldn't give us any information about the crime in detail.
5: But police aren't going to be left in the dark for long. Shortly after the arrest, a second phone call comes in from a woman who claims to know Richard.
6: Kim Gray was the caretaker. She had been in the house for quite a period of time, and Kim and Richard had developed a pretty close relationship.
5: Kim gives police the link between Richard and Harry. Richard's
4: wife, Diane. She was aware that Diane had an affair with Harry and that Diane had expressed her remorse and how sorry it was that she had an affair.
5: Kim says that after a blowout fight, Diane leaves the house. And at that point, Richard turns to her for comfort. Richard
9: told her what was
5: nagging him.
9: Uh, He brought out the stack of email messages that he had swirled away in his desk, threw the matter and said, read that. She told Richard that that's that's in the past, that was last summer, it's over. She encouraged him to, to let it be, to let it go.
5: Kim tries to calm Richard down, but it's no use.
9: Kim said that he left the house Uh, He was angry and he was using phrases like, there's a job that needs to be done.
5: Looking to substantiate Kim's claim, investigators bring Diane down to the police station.
3: Diane seemed very sad. She was upset. You could tell that she was very stressed because she knew that the homicide of Harry Mears was a result of the... Relationship that she had had previously with Harry was a result of Harry reaching out to her again.
5: The next day, July 12, 2010, Richard McAnulty is charged with a first-degree murder of Harry Mears. And one year later, the case goes to trial. Prosecutors maintain that Richard learned where Harry lived from the emails he kept. And on the afternoon of July 11th, He makes the 45-minute drive to Greensburg, arriving at the front door of the man who had been cheating with his wife.
3: As Harry opened the door, Harry saw that it was somebody that he definitely did not want to see, which was Richard McAnaldy.
5: Richard is determined to end his wife's affair once and for all. Harry
6: was running from Richard, and I believe he was yelling for help.
5: Harry makes it to his bedroom window, where his cries alert the
8: attention of neighbors. Harry was not prepared to die. He was trying to crawl out the window, and when he was shot the first time, he was crying for help. Harry is in grave condition, but far from dead. However,
5: Richard isn't finished with him yet. Bystanders watch in horror as he emerges from the house.
4: At that point, they observed Richard calmly walk over to Harry while Harry was saying, someone please help me. And Richard's response was, you'll never sleep with another man's wife again, at which time he fired two more shots into Harry. The witnesses thought it was so strange that you kill someone in broad daylight and walk across the street like nothing's happened.
5: On July 18th, 2011, Richard McAnulty is found guilty of Harry Mears murder.
4: I believe that Richard killed Harry because he viewed Harry as a threat Of taking control of Diane. And Richard was not going to let any man break that little controlling world of his up.
5: At the trial, it's acknowledged that even though Diane's affair was the catalyst for the murder, she's not to blame for her husband's actions.
6: I believe Diane was looking for someone that was more caring and more compassionate. And maybe she had these fantasies a long time and someone would fulfill.
7: Diane might have been having an affair, but nobody deserves to die for having an affair.
6: Harry should be remembered for everything but this. He should be remembered as a son, as a good neighbor, as a good person.